Thunder! 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 Thundercats are going too high! This podcast is certified fresh. Freshmediaworks.com Joe's gonna sing a song for you The trapdoor charm is in the groove Stan's got a diamond in his beard Wiggly thinks that's really weird It's a magic milkshake machine It's a magic milkshake machine It's a magic milkshake machine it's a magic milkshake machine. It's a magic milk. The magic milk. It's the magic milkshake machine. Do the shake, do the milkshake machine. Do the shake, do the shake. Oh, milk, oh, sing with your bow bow. Do the shake, do the shake. shake Do the shake, do the shake. All right, yeah, wow, wow, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was good. Magic milkshake, Mashaun. Magic milkshake, Mashaun. Magoo. Welcome, everybody, to my third podcast today. That's too many. That's too many in one day. You're done. We're going to do this show instead. Cool. Hi, my name is Rationalize. Uh, My name is Flippy. And I'm Genesis. And uh, I'm Schmitty. And welcome to the Magic Milkshake Machine. The dangerous machine of propaganda and Rod Stewart tribute. I like that. <laughs> the intro sounded a little bit like Land of the Lost there. I loved it. It did. It had that feel to it. Salisa Taka, Salisa Taka. Yeah. All right, so we were all talking McTalkerson like three minutes ago. What's We've up? We've used it up. I know. What's up is that everyone waits for me to run everything. I can't. Oh. oh. I simply can't do it. Well, what would you like? Highs and I am Wiggly. Engineers. Uh, who am I again? Uh, I don't know who Congress you said. Man. Genesis? <laughs> no, it was Wiggly. Oh, I said Flippy. Yeah, you're Flippy, Flippy. McFlipperson. Right. I'm Trapped or Charmed. I am the Charmed One. And I'm Stan. And I'm Jerry Mathers as the Beaver. No, I'm uh, not Congressman Joe Negron. <laughs> you're Keanu Negron. Yeah. Keanu Negron. Yeah. And like I said, this is my third podcast Dude, my today. Bus? The first podcast was A Wiggly World. I got to record that at around 7.30, uh, 7.45 in the morning. Yeah, that's the one where what you, you talk about... you doing up at 7.45? Oh, that's right. You had to get up early. I had to take my ma to the... And it wasn't to the doctor. Everything's cool. I had to take her to the eye doctor. Oh, I didn't know peepers. which doctor you were taking, to her, it, taking her to. Because she had to maybe get drops. Well, she did get the drops. Yeah, so it was going to take like two hours. All that and, joy, yeah. But isn't, wasn't your podcast from this morning uh, the one that you talk about shoving your guts into your ribs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shoving your guts up into your lungs. I like how everyone yeah, yeah, heard this already. Yeah. It's just so funny. Yeah, and, uh, of it's course, you know, I try to explain it as, as clearly as possible about making your body like a board and creating an incline. And what did I do uh, when I got here? I demonstrated it for everyone. And here she totally just put wrong. her knees, like made it. To a, my chest. She made a, a isosceles triangle right, instead right. of a right triangle with right. her body. Right. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, yeah, that, that's good. That's uh, gaining popularity uh, day by day. And it's uh, it's philosophic type of thing. And also gets a little bit 
into places where we don't go here, but I would like to continue to go. And it's more of a daily blog journal type of thing. Then we had the, Mike Quackenbush's fantastic, great idea on paper. And they have this big cybernetico with their wrestling group uh, called Chikara. And um, I said, well, we're going to announce cybernetico. It's a 16-man uh, elimination-style tag team match consisting of two teams of eight, the Rudos team and a Technicos team. And I want every day to have the captains of each said team to announce the people that they've picked to be part of their eight-man team. And I thought it was that once a week. It's every day? Yeah, it's every day until... Oh, my God. Oh, wow. But it's it's only three... It's three shows, right. extra shows per week. So oh. we have one weekly video podcast that takes place. And three bonus ones. And three little ones. Now, the three little ones, you would think, bonus oh, it's, we, we, I tried to make them as easy as possible. I, but no, they we, take we, just as long. We hooked the microphone up to the, to the, uh, to the squib. And we hooked it to the <laughs> we hooked it to the camera, and then cool. uh, and and but still uh, the sound it, it didn't come it didn't out come good. Out. Not so it's, good. It's Mr. Buzzy. Uh, really? Buzzers and too yeah. bad. So Whitley. the first one I had to try to use some noise reducers, and then you know I said you know what I just can't do it. So I guess I got because I shot it, edit, composite, and upload and the web stuff and all this. I, so now I just I came up with some notch filters and and some. Uh, and some uh, hum removers and, you know, second decibel and, and some things chads. like this. And I don't think a ex- microphone that expensive should be buzzy. That makes me mad. Well, it might have been because of the electrical circuitry that we put. I mean, we plugged into the bathroom it's, socket. I, I know, I know. Yeah, that's true. And an that old, was just today building. for today's. Remember, because right. right. we shoot this every day, uh, yeah, right. every day. as they announce new people. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So we'll have uh, we have we'll have uh, this one today and then one more tomorrow and then that's it for this week and then next week we have the regular Chikara podcast to go go on Monday and then Tuesday we'll begin the Chikara podcast to go go cybernetico picks by Eddie Kingston. Got it. Culminating with the cybernetico. People that don't know about wrestling, just everything went over their head. Like, well, really I'll tell quick. you what, you should check out this free video it's true, podcast. Because if you know, if, even if you don't like wrestling, it's entertaining. It is Very so entertaining. entertaining. Yeah, it's so entertaining. And this, if if I could do, if I did a wrestling show, which I've considered many times, but the only sure. problem was I was the only wrestler in it. Uh, but if it's I like the refrigerator holding if, down the roster. I did once. Ha- I gave a- I gave away a refrigerator at one of our concerts, mm. and it That's was a good. it was a refrigerator with- that had melted stretch octopus inside. That's, That's one fun. of the selling points. I like it. Uh, but if I could do a wrestling promotion, it would be Chikara, and that's why I agreed to to dedicate so much time to it. I've done covers, I do some of the web artwork, and some of this that, and the right. other. Right now, as a matter of fact, if you search for 4SWF.com on the eBay, you'll see some of my original artwork up there for the blinding, what's it called? Crushing, crushing weight, weight of, of mainstream ignorance. ignorance. Yeah, that, that, yeah. that Chikara DVD, which is a really fun cover, and plus we have some yeah. hair from them. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, uh, yeah. it's too crazy to enter, to, uh, to entertain tell you right now. now this yes. is the plug portion of the show right, the first right. 10 minutes is all plugs it's all plugs just like Shawn Michaels hair oh <laughs> it's all exactly. wrestling and plugs <laughs> you know I used to I used to own my own wrestling federation remember Wiggly when I was like 13 yeah mm-hmm. we K- talked about that on one of the early the K- podcasts the KWF right What's the sti- like what did it stand for the kids for? wrestling federation oh okay right we were all teenagers and um 
Uh, that only lasted like a month. <laughs> Sorry, I had no insurance or licenses <laughs> to do that. It was just a bunch of punks. But anyway. So needless to say, I didn't get to create any new music except for the remix of the intro, which I I wasn't going to push myself to do because I wanted to try to be a little bit more relaxed for the show. Normally, when you guys come over, I am totally fried and burnt out. Well, I was... I was at from today as well. <laughs> I'm and looking I, at the guys. They're like, yeah, yeah. Two trips to true. two trips to the accurate. post office and everything else. But uh, you know, I didn't want to be all burnt out. But I, I sat down and I just slowly went through and tried to rework the intro, give it sort of a a ambient new wave uh, downbeat type of thing in the beginning there. Well, in, I think in you honor hit of all, our new guest, you Pylons. hit all those points yes. except for the trip hop. Oh. Yeah. No, 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 no. It was good. It was a great remix, Wiggly. Good job. There's trip hop in the... Um, did I mean... What? Who said trip hop? <laughs> I said <laughs> I said trip hop. No I one. You imagined that. No. Over the weekend, uh, Chiz and I got to catch the very last day, but then it was extended for an additional day of the oh, creative genius gosh. of Mark Lee at the Allentown the Zoo and other myths uh, that took place at the Muhlenberg College Art Gallery. And as soon as we walked in, now I don't know if you know about Mr. Mark, but he was a oh, local yes. celebrity. He was a radio DJ for many years. He was extraordinarily talented in his, his thought and prose. Well, yeah, he he uh, he would let go with the diatribes, mm-hmm. and uh, you know he's a good pal of mine. Every now and then uh, we get together and try to do some recording or come up with stuff and we always talk three stooges together he was my three stooges pal so and and he was a, a huge trapdoor fan and would come to the shows and come to a lot of shows in fact and dance we, and we took him to new york we took him to a lot of shows wow. with us to he used to do his little bits in between some of our songs and of course he'd introduce us mc and one of my best wrestling matches against bionic bigfoot was with with mark lee as the referee and that oh. was a really funny bit because uh it was it was for our CD release party of Conscious. And we did it in a theater. Right. Now, the first time... We, we had a listening event a year before the CD even was released. We had a listening event at the Planetarium. And that was really new and interesting, and no one had really done that. And we actually had, like, choreographed... Uh, Stars and constellations. I remember this. And, and it was it was fun. It was a lot of fun, and we did that. And then and then a year later, when we actually released the CD, we invited people to a, a theater, and we uh, we had it, and we showed movies and videos, and um, just it was sort of just free flow. Whatever was going to happen, we didn't play. Uh, actually, I'm sorry. We we played acoustically. We played um, about. I think we played. Two or three numbers, and that was it. But was we did that, it all uh, acoustic. Was that at the 4G's? No, it was or, at a was theater. It? Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm thinking of <laughs> another place. I, I have it's ADD. Okay. Forgive me. Oh, my gosh. Well, we should do a podcast on that. <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. Listeners, I don't have ADD. I just say, I, I just say you things. You just have scrambled I actually noodle. have really scrambled gigantic noodle. breasts is what I have. <laughs> We just it's photoshopped true. them like out. Bowling make them balls. Look real. I know. I like throw them over my shoulders. They're so big. Yeah. That's what my great granny used to do when she put on her clothes. Oh. Yeah. One over each shoulder. Oh. I used to help her. Now, uh, oh. now seriously, she did. But uh, so we had this thing, and and then we had little bits, and like we had a dance, 
and the aces danced the boom tube. They started coming up with a dance the boom tube. So they started doing a choreographed dance, and then all of a sudden you hear the record scratch, and then the Six Million Dollar Man theme song kicked in. And <laughs> I came running out in slow motion. I did a jump, and then Bigfoot came. And he How do you do the jump in slow motion? Yeah, yeah. Well, I did the running in slow motion, and gotcha. you've seen me do the jump in slow motion. I did it on the podcast of Go-Go about but two episodes little, ago. Yeah, but it's a little... Uh, it looked like I was jumping in slow motion. <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little stretch. That's all. You okay. do a great levitation but Anyway, now. sorry. Anyway. Right. Uh, and then, you know, he hits me with it, his bionic uh, trash can and all this and that and the other, and it's all a bunch of real pro wrestling type of spot gimmicks. But at the one part, I hit him with this uh, flipping arm bar, which people weren't doing a lot of this no, MMA type then. of stuff back no. back in, in this time. So it was kind of neat. Uh, and and all of a sudden, Mark says, you're out of bounds. You're out of bounds. You got to start back in the middle. So when we started back in the middle, we started doing the collegiate amateur wrestling. Yeah. I got down on my on fours, and then he, he cupped his <laughs> hand over my front arm, and yeah, we did, I did a sit out. And, nice. You know all the all the classic amateur wrestling type of stuff. It was it was really a funny show, and then we have we have a really hilarious uh, a pie tin or not pie tin a cookie sheet gimmick that I'm not going to go into. <laughs> no, not, in to go on a, not to go on not to go on a b- bigger tangent. But is Bionic Bigfoot Andre the Giant? He was at one time. There were two. There was two Bionic Bigfoots in the Six Million Dollar Man <clears> series. This is the where fir- I'm confused. Okay, the first was Andre, and then uh, then of course probably Andre wanted too much money. I don't know. He was you know pretty famous wrestler. Okay. Wasn't yeah. available. So then he was replaced by Lurch. Oh, okay, Whoa. got it. Oh, Joe, Makes that really sense. hit hit my ears. I'm yelling. Yeah, sometimes Eating it'll pop us, but ho- just, but just deep my, throat in the mic over my there. My filters it doesn't go through to our listeners. <gasps> But yes, we we'll, we will have a musical guest on today. I hope it's supposed to happen, and that's a down tempo type of uh, material. Excellent, good stuff. Excellent. Yeah. So what do you got, guys? I'll tell you what. I I noticed that I've I when I was wait. A kid, I love that. What do you got, guys? Well, I'll tell you what I got because I won't give <laughs> I'll you a segue second. Right back yeah, to- let me just go right back to me. You didn't answer. You didn't cut. Well, I was enough. about to say I have my crazy news from around oh, the world, on, but. Go. And that was Chiz's crazy news from around the world. Now, on to me. That's so mean. How about me? Aww. When I was younger, I used to be really nuts. But now that I'm put into this position of being behind a microphone and running this here, and I have to, like, be responsible... Yeah, I, I'm like I'm just like mean. You know, I'm well, you not know even the nice. thing is, I'm not even funny. I, you're very funny. You you are very funny. But it just goes back to just the whole cynical. thing that you can't see me. And you can't see you the can't rest see of it. You, you can't see Reset. me. <laughs> this is a whole oh, wrestling boy. show tonight. Yeah, I know. It's like, hey, what everybody bring to the table? I'm taking the breath to talk, right? And Wiggly's like, okay, well, back to me. Back. Well, anyway, it's a Wiggly world. And, <laughs> and that's it. And now, Chiz's crazy news from around the world. But first... <laughs> <laughs> wow. We cut to our correspondent with today's uh, non-crazy news update. Out to our reporter, Clint. Uh, Clint Flexworth. Clint. Clint. Oh, great. Uh, <clears throat> and now we cut to the Magic Milkshake Machine news with our roving reporter, Clint Funtbund. Take it, Clint. Ladies and gentlemen of the Arrangements Committee are fervently hopeful that there will be no repetition of the untoward incidents which marred some of the earlier day inauguration jamborees. Even with four balls, a space is a big... Pro- <laughs> 
That no. was a <laughs> oh, thanks, Clint. <laughs> Jeez, that was abrupt ending. <laughs> that gets me. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for your uh, quicker than I thought. analysis. Uh. All right, and now, <laughs> ow, we're back loud. <laughs> Good lord! Well, because Clemp was so soft. Yeah, Clemp, you're coming through a little soft. All right, uh, go. Too easy. <laughs> Who me? Softballs. Go like me? Yeah, you look well with your news. You look really happy today. What's up with the happies? Well, I, I have giggling. A, <laughs> I have a I have a funk escape X complex. Wow, I don't yeah. know what that means. Yeah, That's I, awesome. I know. I know. You see, uh, um, when when someone's down and you want to cheer them up, which obviously I'm not down. I'm already cheered up. But you feel that you can't really help them. You tell them that this situation calls for some funk escape X in. And because it's a happy word, because my friend John says it's a happy word, uh, you find something happy to do with them. So if people say, like, you seem happy, you say, yeah, I have a funk escape X complex. Wow. Yeah. You okay. don't just say, just can I have share a that Slurpee or something like <laughs> just that? that makes me so happy. funk escape X equals happy source. Wow. Get mm. it? So thanks, John. Thanks for that little bit. Finally, I, have, I finally got it on one. the show. Yay. All right, what's yours? Uh... If I could remember, I'd be happy. <laughs> you know what? No, seriously, I can't remember. You know what it's uh, time for? A little. Okay, here we go. No. What you do is when Let's you wake up ratings. in the morning. Wait! I'm going to tell you the happy. Uh, oh, all right. Go ahead. When you wake up in the morning, <laughs> you look into the mirror. You look in the mirror. Yeah. And you say, you sing this, you pat your head, and you rub your stomach. If you, you say, can. Yeah, you can. And you do this, and you I'll say, do it for you, Joe. And you say, "Silly Billy, right, you're gonna tell me I can tell do you it. What you fucking say to be happy, right. silly Billy. No, you don't say. Don't say uh, things don't. you don't know what I'm saying. Whoa, whoa, whoa funk escapex. <laughs> that doesn't make up. me happy. It makes me angry. Now, <laughs> you say, "Silly Billy went up the hilly to get a bowl of chili. The chili was hot, so right on the spot he went to get his aunt Willie. Ha! And you smile real big and yell and." And, that then, works. Uh, and then you're all happy. Wait, Does that actually work? Because that doesn't seem right. I didn't do it today, but it, I, I'm going to try it, and uh, I'm feeling a little bit better. Except right now, see, I what I did was I, I ate a little bit too much before we did the show, and I ate a bag of popcorn and stuff. So. Oops. All right, Chizzy, back to your news. But that's what I do to be happy. Back? I never even started it. Hit the intro. <laughs> can, I do, can, I, can I get in a word here Chiz, real quick? Yeah. Your, uh, can I do my ratings now? Uh-huh. <laughs> The Magic Milkshake Machine scored a 3.2 last week. <laughs> we didn't, we weren't on last week. Bi-weekly. That's really good that we scored, it was a rerun, 3.2. <laughs> the week before that, the new episode scored a 4.7. Wow. With a six share. Fantastic. Are we ready? AM Raw scored a 0.8. No, I'm not cheers recording talk, that. Cheers talk, cheers crazy news from around the world. Ow! Ah. Yeah, I was right. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get it. My throat's sore tonight. I couldn't get a good yow going mm. on. I'm not going to read all of them because. Thank. (laughs) (laughs) Thank what, Wiggly? Goodness. Right. Hey, you know what? Oh my God! (laughs) Ain't a high. I'm trying to. I'm like. I got one word out. This. I was going to say this story hails from. This is why Wiggly should start the news on our other show too, because it's just like this for like 20 minutes. I agree. I agree. Ready? This. This. Well, you know what? (gasps) What? Before you start. What's up? What? What? What, What, honey? What, love? What? They say that driving with handcuffs on isn't tough, but let me tell you, it's fucking hard. <laughs> Especially when they're behind your back. Go ahead. That was my girl laugh. 
<laughs> that was a girl laugh, wasn't it? That's sounded like that we rather another, disturbing. We had another girl in the building. Jolene yeah. Negron. Th- this this <laughs> this story hails from Mexico City, Mexico's Teotihuacan. Once the center of a sprawling prehistoric empire is set to become the launch pad for an attempt to communicate with extraterrestrial life. Starting this Tuesday, enthusiasts from around the world will have a chance to submit text, images, video, and sounds that reflect human nature to be included in the message. Mm -hmm. Those contributions, part of a media company Yahoo's Time Capsule project, will be digitalized and beamed with a laser into space on October 25th from the pyramid at the sun at Tehuacan. Teotihuacan, mm. now an archaeological site near Mexico City. Is that by Lake Titicaca? <laughs> I right, don't know. I don't know. It was once the center of a sprawling pre-Hispanic empire. Um, <clears throat> Yahoo's editor-in-chief told Reuters, "We have this incredible ancient site, and from that site, we can project con- we can project contemporary content." What is new is the ability to, I don't know, what is new is the ability to capture this information in such scale. And this is the part that really drew me to this article because it just talks about Carl Sagan. It says, in the 70s, Carl, astronomer Carl Sagan compiled a record with sounds and images, mm-hmm. including a mariachi band and greetings in an ancient, what language, guys? Super. Sumerian, Sumerian language to portray the diversity of life and culture on Earth. And also Chuck Berry. Yeah. I do like Marianne. His record was sent out with Voyager spacecraft in the hope that extraterrestrial life forms would eventually find it, which, of course... Can we read it? We don't know. We don't know. Okay. Right. We, we don't know. That's no, they haven't in, found it yet because it's not, it's, not out of our, it's not out of our galaxy. No words. Should have sent a poem. All right. I'm going to skip over the man apologizes. Wait a minute. What about, what about the news in from hemorrhoiders? Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm skipping over this man apologizes for cor- courtroom feces. He smeared it all over himself. <laughs> and, um, oh, and I'm going to skip over, because I have a more interesting one. Wiggly, I thought I had like four of them here. It's really pronounced Reuters? Yeah, Reuters, yeah. Reuters. Mm. Reuters. Okay. Well, I only as- assume it's pronounced Reuters, because we oh, used okay. to have a distributor named Reuters. So. Makes this sense. is what I thought was interesting. A man recites pie... To 100,000 places. Wow. And check it out. I, I, to, the story, uh, okay. story, <laughs> this story comes from Tokyo. No, 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 no. <laughs> a Japanese mental health counselor China. recited pi to 100,000 decimal places from <laughs> memory like last movie. Wednesday, setting what he claims to be the new world record. Can I ask a question? Yeah. yeah. Al can do that. How do you last Wednesday do 100,000 Well, listen, I, I'm going to tell you how he, he didn't do it. He oh, finished okay. it. Oh, Wednesday. thank you. That's all. Akira Haraguchi, 60 years old, needed more than 16 hours to recite the number to 100,000 decimal places, Holy breaking man. his personal best of 83,431 digits set in 1995, his office said Wednesday. He made the attempt at a public hall in Kisa, Kisarazu, do you know it, Wiggly? In Kisarazu, just east uh, of yeah. Tokyo. Mm-hmm. It's where my aunt Auntie Pi, uh, lives. <laughs> pi is a physical constant defined, uh, defined as the ratio of a circle's circumference to its diameter. It's usually written out to a maximum of three decimal places, as in 3.141 in math textbooks. But the number, which has fascinated scientists for centuries, has no theoretical limit to the number of decimal places it can be written to. It's a constant that appears in proofs of many equations defining the universe. The the gentleman that uh, recited pi to 100,000 decimal points said what he's aiming at is not just memorizing figures, but he's thrilled by seeking a story in pi. Now, the Guinness Book of World Records currently lists... Apple. 
Hiroyuki Goto, also from Japan, is the official record holder for reciting Pi from memory. He recited the ratio out of 42 195 decimal places in 1995. Um, let me just skip. So the gentleman that just did this, he's a psychiatric, psychiatric counselor, and he, he's a business consultant in a nearby city. What he would do is he took a break about every five minutes, every one to two hours, and he'd go to the restroom, he'd eat rice balls, and start memorizing this and thinking about this. And actually his coworkers filmed this, so he had mm. proof of doing this. <clears throat> so, so Howard Gucci began reciting Pi at 9 a.m. Tuesday, reached his previous record of 83,431 digits Tuesday night, finishing exactly at 100,000 digits at 1.28 a.m. Wednesday. Wow. Isn't that crazy? In 2000, here's just a fun fact. In 2002, University of Tokyo mathematicians, aided by a supercomputer, set the world record for figuring out pi to 1.24 trillion decimal Scary. places. So that's it. That's the crazy news from around the world. It looks like I'm missing a story, but that's I don't okay. Understand how those you first two were quite those, interesting. Okay. So there you go. Beamy. Halfway through, they just start making it up. <laughs> yeah. Two, four. So communicating with extraterrestrial three. life and then uh, going crazy with the pie. There you it have it. It brings up the life on the other planet. We had a request in for that on Wiggly World. Yes. But why not explore it here? Alien. Let's do it. Let's do it. Do we have Art yeah. Bell on the line? <clears throat> uh, that wouldn't have anything to do with extraterrestrials. <laughs> Art Bell has to do with uh, you know monster world? movies and oh. sci-fi and okay. things like this. Wait, Wiggly. Speaking of monster movies, how about it? I watched Frankenstein for the first time. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll get into that. It was so of, great. It was so great. Oh my god! Yeah, we have to talk about it. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, hopefully we'll be able to do that after we have a musical guest on All very right, cool. shortly. Poor Frankenstein. Uh, because I would like to talk about uh, movies that I recommend for the Halloween festivities. Frankenstein. And I guess at the end of the month, we'll, we'll go into what Halloween's all about. Like the, all Hallows' Eve. Like the holiday and where it started and all this other that. We kind of touched upon that in it's earlier podcasts. It's to Christmas and, thurs- and it's Thursday. Good to, re- good to rehash it. I always call Thanksgiving Thursday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I always transpose the number four with the letter F. Mm. I heard that somewhere. Yeah. What's that about? Hey, uh, but first, hey, uh, here's something from Howdy Do... Uh, here... <laughs> Why don't you just blow it? And now we have to cut to our special Howdy Doody correspondent, Buffalo Bob. Buffalo Bob, take it away. What's your name, little fella? Kenneth. How old are you, Kenneth? Five. Five. Kenny, did you ever do anything wrong? I farted. I see. And you think they should get the spanking then, huh? No. Okay. Thank you very much, little fella. And what's your name? Kenny Nowak. And how old are you, Daddy? Six. And did you ever do anything wrong? I forgot what I did wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Come over, Mr. Cobb. Talk to the boys a minute. <laughs> what happened, Buffalo? <laughs> Thanks, uh, Buffalo Bob. Bill pooped his pants. Buffalo Bob, I mean. Get it. 
That was so cute. I farted. The little boy laughing, it just really got me. It wasn't the little boy. That was Buffalo Bill. No, but I thought I heard a little boy laughing, too. Like, he's he's embarrassed. That was Stan. No. I heard Bill, and I heard the little one laughing, too. I heard a phone. I heard someone's cell phone. Bananas. (sighs) (laughs) I'm starting to feel frustrated right now. Yeah. Welcome to my world. Won't you come on in? Wiggly. Yells him. <laughs> anyway, so what about the life on other planets that our our listeners requested? Well, what are we giving them with that? I do you have something? I just watched Mission to Mars, and if you believe that movie, just spoil it. So here's spoilers for Mission to Mars. <laughs> Mars people, they are us. We are them. <laughs> That's the whole movie the right there. End. That's it. You don't have to go see it. See. Movie where they rob you of moments. I hate that when they rob you of moments. Speaking of a good good moments in a movie, yeah. people should check out your little movie that you have on uh, your MySpace, and I have it on MySpace as well. We're, so we're in a little go, improv. How do you movie. go there? You go to MySpace.com slash constant twenty three. Constant twenty three. Or Trapdoor Charmed. Yeah, or MySpace.com slash Trapdoor Charmed. And you, too, can watch this little funny thing. It's a place. uh, It's called the Control Pad. That's my place of business. That's my video game store. And we have fun there and stuff. And it may contain explicit language. (laughs) It may. I like how it may. It just may. Even though it clearly does. You never know. But uh, we don't actually act like that when there's customers in the store. No, no, no. Of course not. Guess I'll be doing the life on other planets on my uh, <laughs> Wiggly World podcast. No, no, go ahead. Get what? Well, I was yeah, waiting for it, but I thought you were one, going somewhere. One time when I was at the control pad, oh, I saw life yourself. from oh. other planets. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you ever see Borat? Segwaying he's from back. Kazakhstan. Ka- Ka- Borat Kazakhstan, yeah. yeah. He's one of your friends. He's my friend. Yeah. Now. Thanks for the ad, people that are in charge of <laughs> yeah. the Borat Thanks for the ad promotion. P- PR. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Well, let's see. I don't know what to do now because we're about two well, minutes out. Well, you know, we can talk about life in other planets. It may be interesting. Turtles. So why don't we get... Out there. <laughs> Turtles. Glamlins. Well, this one. The, the problem is, that is one. If, you study, if you study no, that one. anything about dealing with, with planets and the, and the ability to sustain life and things like this, I mean, there's, you know, the calculations are out there that billions of... Such similar stars and Pi. solar systems as as ours exist in the in the you know beyond our galaxy, and there's you know a million other galaxies. So, you know that there is potential for life. Yeah. Remember and when we saw no. cosmic collision at mm-hmm. the? Um, <clears throat> What's my favorite museum in New York, Wiggly? The Toulouse the, the Guggenheimer <laughs> no. Museum of Natural History. Wiggly yeah. and I went uh, into the planetarium and watched cosmic collision, and, and they do touch upon that the possibility that there is life out there. There's always a possibility. Yeah, sure, but of especially course, especially if you take into consideration that they don't actually have to fit into like life as we know it. You know, like our atmosphere doesn't necessarily. You mean like with podcasts. Exactly. Yeah. And like the podcast. What if it's just a bunch of amoebas, but they, they don't have podcasting? <laughs> but they're really smart. They don't have podcasting, but they have, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I guess we're not going to have an they intelligent have conversation. Yeah. All right, all right, let's have intelligent. No, we can't. <laughs> we can't. We don't, we don't have the numbers. We don't have the facts. That's right. Silly. Save it for a wiggly so, world. So I'm going to do. 
Please return. Turtle soup. Help me. Come on. Hello. Hello, Natalie. Hi. Hi, this is Wiggly from uh, Magic Milkshake Machine. Wow. How's it going? It's going well. Wow. Wow. I can't believe it. The Natalie Walker. <laughs> Stop it. Fantastic. <laughs> so what happened was I was, uh, I was, you know, every now and then I check out to see if any of the my albums with Trapdoor are up on the iTunes. And I was looking uh-huh. at that. And right on in that little ad space that they give you, it suggested uh-huh. songs to me. And up came Natalie Walker right on there. I was like, what? Wow. So I cool. clicked on it, and I was like, oh, this is fantastic. And so I well, immediately... I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yes, I'm. And I immediately went to the uh, MySpace, which is, of course, the place that you go to try to contact anyone with a modicum of success, and was right. happy to find you on there. Cool. So... Yeah, yeah. Fun. Fun stuff. So you're like, uh, you're like blowing up now, aren't you? Um, no, I mean, you know, it's, it's all relative. We've... We've reached out to a lot of people um, on MySpace, especially, just trying to, like, spread the music. So, you know, it takes hard work to create that foundation of a fan base on MySpace. But, yeah, I mean, people are taking to the music really nicely. It's, it's been really cool. I didn't have any expectations, um, and I still don't. You know, I think it's important just to stay grounded and not to really expect anything, because if you expect something, you'll most likely be disappointed, so. I'm definitely, like, really pleased with the way that people have been reacting to the album, and it's something that I feel is a genuine reflection of myself, so I'm definitely really proud to show it off. It's been good. I like uh, like that you embrace technology. You're not afraid of that as well. I don't know, some of some of your songs are more acoustic based, and then others uh, lean more towards the electronic and a mix thereof between them. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely pretty experimental on that end. Um, I mean, right now, like I'm kind of easing into it, you know, like um, checking the waters just to see what I can get away with right now as an emerging artist, and I think I'll progress with the electronic aspect of the music um, with each album. It's something that I'm definitely really into. Yeah, you have a couple of remixes as well. Uh, Trapdoor Charm was a fan of your Thievery Corporation remix of Quicksand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they did a great job with that. Yeah, they did. Really chill. Mm -hmm. It is. Is Urban Angel your first uh, release as an album? Well, I am... Yeah, it's my first solo release. Um, I'm previously of a group called Daughter Darling, which was based out of Philadelphia. Um, and we stopped, we released our album in 2003. And then we didn't create anything after that. And then I just kind of like decided to, I got the bug again to start writing music again, singing and, um, so I just decided to launch a solo career because it just didn't seem like it was going to happen anytime soon. The sophomore release for Daughter Darling didn't really look like it was in the cards for a while. So I got antsy. Sure, sure. I remember seeing uh, Daughter Darling in advertisements and hearing about him on the radio because we're pretty close to Philly in the Leah Valley. So 
Uh, yeah. I, I remember hearing about that, that group. I didn't know that you were part of it until I read about you more on the MySpace. Yeah, Daughter Darling was pretty, um, you know, we, we did well. We sold like around 15,000 albums. So Fantastic. We did pretty good. So there's no liner notes on digital distribution, unfortunately. Can you tell us a little bit about what went into Urban Angel? The album, I, I knew what I wanted right from the beginning and sat down with Dan Chen and Nate Greenberg and and I just really respect the way that they produce. Um, I, I think that we sh really shared a vision for Urban Angel. Like they totally got where I was coming from and um, it really was like putting pieces of a puzzle together. You know, I say that in my bio, but it's... Um, it really is like that, and you have to work with the right people to like to get it, you know. Right, right. To yeah, get definitely. it right. Well, you moved from Indiana to following to follow your music career to the East Coast of Philadelphia. Then is that right? Yeah, I, I um left Indiana when I was nineteen, um, and moved into a house full of Drexel students in ah. um, University City in Philly. And, you know, they were all strangers, and I was scared, but I knew that it's what I had to do if I wanted to go anywhere. So, and you recorded, I don't regret it. This, this is so, sort of like an, a traditional type of interview. Nothing, I'm not, I, I mean, this is really weird for me to ask these type of questions. Yeah, but, it is. <laughs> yeah, I know. This is too normal. Yeah, I know. This is kind of normal. Yeah. yeah. I don't know anything. I, <laughs> I wasted all my wooden leg jokes and everything on it on our <laughs> last did. guest. <laughs> But uh, but I, I'm I'm I you know this is this is this is big time here. Yeah, this is big it's time interview. Definitely an honor to have uh, you on our show. Yeah, that's so nice of you. Um, I mean, I really appreciate you guys doing the interview because people are going to hear you know hear of me that haven't heard of me before, and I just I want as many people as possible to hear the music. If ten people are, you know. You're guaranteed 10. It's right around 10. hear this podcast. Like, it's, it's totally worth it. You know, I appreciate it. But now you also work up in uh, New York as well. So you, you commute between New York and in Philly. Yeah, I go up there every once in a while. Tomorrow I'm going up there to shoot my video for quicksand. Wow. Um, I so want to be in that. Well, Friday and Saturday. Are you having an open call cool. or anything? Or is it closed set? Or what's going on there? It's going to be, like, it's really just going to be me. Like, we're going to shoot. Um, the cool thing about it is I'm driving my F-150 truck in the video. This thing is my baby. It's It's been, it's my boyfriend's truck, actually. But we've been driving it for four years. The radio is ripped out of it. And it's, like, totally out of character for me. And I think that's why <laughs> I love it so much. People are always confused when it's me driving it. But... <laughs> Um, so it's going to star in the video, but, um, yeah, mm -hmm. it'll be, it'll be out soon, the video. Just well, keep an eye out for it. I it's do have, really great. I do have an under the dash, uh, eight track player that you can borrow if, you, if you need it that. <laughs> on your way to New York, you can stop by. Is that video going to be on your MySpace? I do. My, uh, my manager was like, well, if your truck breaks down on the way up to Brooklyn, then we'll just pay for the damages and i was like no you can just buy me a new vehicle there you go i'm like so sick of the damn thing but you know it's sentimental natalie we were wondering if your video will be featured on myspace it, yeah we'll probably put it up there we're excited that google just bought into youtube so we're gonna try and like get a feature on google um everything's going really well and i'm playing joe's pub in new york 
on the 19th. You guys are welcome to come. All right. Um, right on. And I play at 7.30. Are you going to be uh, solo or with accompaniment with your band? or? I'll be with the band. They're getting antsy waiting for me. I'm like 45 minutes for rehearsal. And, <laughs> oh, they don't care. They, don't, they really don't want me in the room at all. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> Um, yeah, I'll have them with me. I have a drummer, bassist, and a, a keyboardist, and they're really talented. Say hello, guys. Hello. Oh, fantastic. Awesome. Well, we'll let you get back to a rehearsal there. We appreciate you joining okay. us. Do you have any uh, Halloween uh, movie suggestions for our listeners? <laughs> Ooh, that's a tough one. Halloween movie suggestions. Marie, yeah, Marie Antoinette, because, no. Well, that's just coming I'm, out, right? uh, my song's on the uh, trailer. Right. Um, right. Cool. No, scream? Really? <laughs> <laughs> scream. Now, wait, are you thinking of these? Or? <laughs> this is, this is this not... Is, a, this is fixed. Suggestion by committee. Scary Movie 23. Scary Movie 23. All right. All right. All right. No, um, I don't think... I'm just being funny, but not really. Oh. I'm not really that funny. We stink. All right. Um, if I think of any, I'll email them to you. Okay. How about any A comedies? Comedy UHF. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, good yeah. one. Good one. All right. That's my that's my favorite comedy. UHF. <laughs> that's a good one. And for my boyfriend, The Big Lebowski. Oh, okay. okay. That's another good right, one. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you being with I think I want to play Faith, unless you have objection to that. Faith, yeah, please do. Spatula City. Well, well, it's Faith by George Michael. Is that, <laughs> <laughs> is that okay? <laughs> That's fine. Okay. We'll go with that. But, uh, no, of course, it's <laughs> off uh, the Urban Angel, and you can pick that off on, up that, on uh, Chrysalis. Humana, humana, humana. What, what record company are you doing this under now? Cocoon. Dorado Records. Um, you can pick the album up at cdbaby.com. Oh, They're right two on. friends of ours. Um, great company. Yeah, isn't They've CD Baby fantastic? Me. I mean, it's CD, really, really great. CD Baby is only a place to sell your CDs, but I have. I, we Trap Door has gotten more bookings from from just CD, CD Baby, Baby that yeah. really isn't a booking type of agency. We've gotten more contacts yeah, and, and everything so cool. from them. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, they're great. I mean, they really endorse their artists. And then you could get it digitally pretty much anywhere, like iTunes, Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. CD Baby. Um, and listeners, MySpace me, you know, add me as a friend if you dig the music. Definitely. All I right. run the account myself, so... Thank you very so much I love for hearing from fans. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a Natalie. good night, guys. Have you a too. great practice and a, and a fun time doing your video. Great. I will. Thanks a lot. Bye now. Bye, Bye now. Tell Stanley yeah. Spadowski I said hi. I didn't get that joke. <laughs> I didn't okay. either. Here comes Faith. Come on, you guys. Let's listen. Destiny 
Exactly. Oh, man. Get me off the nitrous oxide. Yeah. I feel so rested. Mm. That was great. I'm telling you, if you if you ever done whippets, there it is. Right <laughs> there. A, see, you can get sensations from from no, other thing, other stimuli uh, other than narcotics. Sure. You know, her music, it, it does, it puts me in a trance. And I absolutely love that Thievery, Thievery Corporation remix of Quicksand. It, yeah. It's just like Beth Orton's Central Reservation and Zero uh, Seven's Destiny. Songs like that, they just put me in a trance. And, and a good trance. And you don't need drugs to get there. I'm and only so, kidding about the whippets. That was many, mm, many years ago. I only I did a know. full it's, carton of speaking them. Speaking of whippets. <laughs> How about that? That I get to actually use that was a Wiggly amazing. World song, Wiggly World song by oh, yeah. Devo, a real actual song. Contacted Gerald V. That Caselli, was cool. and he said, cool. "Go yeah. use it." He Do said, it. "He was Go like, whatever." <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. well, I don't care. Whatever. Use it. Use it. Nice guy. You know, I had visions that he was at home, got your email, he's feeling really depressed, and, and you're like all thoughtful with your email to him and professional asking, "Do you mind if I use you know your, your song, blah blah?" And he's just like. Man, my life sucks. <laughs> my Devo days Aww, are over. What the fuck? Just poor, use it. Poor Devo. No, his Devo days Aww. are not over. They, I know. They, joking. they can only. I mean, they they're so busy that they can only really do like two two to four shows a year. But uh, that's because they're busy with their own projects and yeah. a lot of times out of the country and everything else. Did I say Gerald V. Casali? Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. Did you know, Sam it would be so yes. great to get them on the show. Oh, Lord. <gasps> hey, c- could we get Barnes and Barnes on the show? No. Well, why but not? we can Eat do a commercial. Yum. Ready for today's commercial? Yeah. All right, so you know one Barnes and Barnes song. No, I know the other one. Excellent. A girl had the a party other. in the it. The other one. one. <laughs> Girly had a party in it. Uh, no, I just made that up. Uh, <laughs> Ah! Did you really make that up? Anytime you're it's ready. It's a dead man's party. Who could commercial. ask for more? Oh, that's one go, boy, go. Uh, do it. And go. Hi, I am Scott Bloom, managing partner of Buy.com. You might recognize me as the understudy for Jim J. Bullock in Too Close for Comfort. <laughs> I'm a head of a very successful company, but yet. I couldn't see spending the extra $30 to get a professional actor in to do my commercials for me. So I will do them myself about the wonderful world of Buy.com. Fudgy the Whale in his own chocolate ocean. Cookieopolis. And that's not my voice either. Yeah, you know what? That's all I got. That's good. You know, that, that uh, is so true, man. Yeah. That commercial, it's like... I, it is. But I, when I was younger, I used to think that it was a typo on the screen or Jim J. Bullock because... Uh, he spells his name J-M instead of J-I-M. Uh, right. Uh-huh. I think it was wrong. Jim. How do you get a name like that? How do you get a name like Clump Funt Bund? Well, you make it up. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, hey, oh, wait. I know what I want to say. Yeah, but hold on. Hold it. I'm First, holding. I'm holding. if anyone has a free motorcycle out there to give to me, please <laughs> contact me. Wiggly at MagicMilkshakeMachine.com. Now, back to your what thought. What about a scooter? Did I, did I say What about scooter? a Vespa? But did they kind of like it. No. This past Monday, I went to Philadelphia with my boss, not boss. In fact, I indirectly report to him, and uh, he's a director. And uh, on our way back from Philly, I said, uh, why don't you check out Magic Milkshake Machine? Ah, that's annoying. I know. I can't even freaking hear myself. Cripes. Shut it. Ugh, so 
I, th- I put so on. I put on. I gotta go watch UHF. <laughs> I put on the Orson Welles episode, and I thought, well, I'll just Jeez, you know, yeah, I'll just play it for like in, for just a bit until it gets maybe you know a little racy or you know, get swear words it. start popping out, whatever. Well, he went off. absolutely nuts, and he just loved it. He was cracking up the whole time. That's he loved good. the dynamics that we we have, and uh, and he didn't turn it off when. Uh, we started urinating no, on each other. No, he didn't turn up. That's good. And then, so I played like That's really good 35 one. minutes of that one. Then I thought, well, let me play another one just so he gets a feel for yeah, it. Cross section. And I picked the one where we talked about Sylvia Brown and also the one where oh, I yeah, asked you guys if you ever heard your pa- parents do it. Oh. <laughs> he was cracking up. So anyway, he, he was just so amazed that A, the whole show's unscripted. And that C. We, we, yeah, and D. That we complement each other so well. And he said, this is definitely a professional show. He's like, you guys should be getting paid for this. I was like, duh. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. But it, it was such a good, it was such a feel good, uh, it was a feel good feeling. It's a feel good moment. I was of really the year. happy. Because just to watch somebody, well, it was out of the corner of my eye because I was driving, but just to uh, see yeah. someone <laughs> giggling, cracking up, and then like, oh my God, and laughing at the things Joe would say, it's laughing exciting. at the things Wiggly would say. It was just, I say funny things? You do. Wow. You and how we bounce off of one another. On, That's he amazing. Was just, he just thought that we were such a well-rounded group. So I wanted to That's share good. that with everybody. Yeah. Wonderful. So, I like it. By yeah. the way, I'm putting up uh, links to Natalie Walker, uh, Rachel Sage. Walkie McWalkerson. Can we start calling her Natalie Walker, the Night Stalker? We can, but doesn't no. really fit. No, it doesn't. Uh, Rachel Sage, Emily Autumn. Simon girls. Stinger. Anyone that has a disc available digitally through iTunes, I'll be putting links up on the Magic Milkshake machine. Great. I, hopefully, I'll be able to get to that tonight. Um, I got. What do I have to plan tomorrow now? I have a, I have a whole tomorrow. big schedule tomorrow as well. I know tomorrow night I'm going to uh, Eightfold Ways House, and we're going to start co- co-choreographing. Oh, I know. Renew. I'm going in the studio. Oh yeah, you're going to Tommy's door. tomorrow, right? Right. Uh, so, so on that now, uh, now don't worry. There's, there's still going to be a little bit of intelligence in this show. I got a bunch of magazines here that I was yeah, paging dog through. Treats. But before that, I wanted to go through just a couple suggestions I have for uh, for your Halloween holiday video selection. Oh boy, do I have a good one! Go I, I got one too. Uh, of course, <laughs> horror movie thirty-five. <laughs> that's great right natalie touched on that a little earlier no i have no idea that's that's a great joke it was so dry i couldn't even get it and i'm mr dry i'm like sahara man she said 23 well she, i think i would know she wouldn't say 23 well you know. she copied Wait, off of you right like you i wrote, I wrote 23 yeah i did yeah mr i wrote lost i wrote the electric company well, lost is on tonight at nine you want to know what's going to happen yes Right. Now let Wiggly do his stuff because no, we, we need some I, intelligence before ahead. the show wraps up. <laughs> of everything. Oh. It. Shit. Crack. Crack. Hem. Lock. Hemlock. Chooch. Ooh, train. Chooch train. <laughs> Meh. Stick. Mystic. Cunt. Cunt. Rita. Mita. 
No, Moreno. Oh, oh. I thought it was Rita Mita Meter Maid. No, Rita Moreno. <laughs> oh, keep it going. <laughs> easy. Does it? No, easy reader. <laughs> I'm doing it with Joe. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Spidey. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, okay, that's Joe. the whole thing. It's supposed to be super stories. Get out of here. It's supposed to be super stories, All Spidey. Right. Super stories. That was a stretch. I can't think of anybody else. No, that's yeah. enough. Oh, this is fun. Do five no, more, please. No, it's not fun. Please. Five no. more. Wow, the popping. Five more, please. Wait, I'll do it. I start it. Ready? More. Ready? Shh, uh, sh I start it. Ready? Shh. <laughs> oh, no. Graph. Phonographs. Photographs. Oh, boy. Digital. <laughs> media. <laughs> Digital meteorite. What are we doing? Yes. Wait, Five I said more. the whole word. <laughs> I'm such a dork. <laughs> it's because you have the ADD. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do. I had to do. <laughs> oh, God. I got tears coming up. Right, oh, ready? Boy. No. One last one. One last one. Why oh, yeah. the movie? <laughs> we have to keep this under show. an hour show. Show. <laughs> Time. <laughs> show time. Shonen for Shonen Jump. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I'm supposed to know that. <laughs> well, like, I was supposed to know Rita. Well, yeah, Rita Moreno, because you're doing a thing from uh, Electric Company. Okay. I thought it was Erd was the end of that one. Actually, it went like this. Richard? Yeah. It went like this. It went, it went, it went, bull, ack. Black, skip, skip, that's how it went, this little song, I remember it. Well, that's not how we do it. <laughs> we go, we go. 70% different, 70% different. <laughs> we don't want to get the cease and desist on the electric company from the 70s. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Oh. So the first, uh, the first horror movie I'm going to recommend is you know what's wait what, right before you do this is, it ties in no, listen, it's, no it ties in because it's funny that you did the electric company bit because when you said about the movies I was going to ask you a question about a movie that tied into the electric company wow. and I was going to say one degree of separation right on the electric company they had this uh, skit where they did this one where this girl would sing a song and it was it was a horror song and she would, it was all about scream but the music sounded like it was from Phantom of the Opera Okay. But I wondered, was the musical Family in the Opera before that, or was it after that? What ripped off of what? The musical Family yeah. in the Opera. Well, there was Phantom of the Paradise, no, which not had that. nothing to do with Phantom <clears throat> <No>. of the Opera. <laughs> but it did have to do with Phantom of the Opera. But, and that also, who did that star? That starred... Uh, uh, we Will uh, Winky, of little course. Fella, little Michael fella. Flatley. I don't know. I'm just well, I gotta look at uh, Midget McGee. Oh my! I don't know. I just thought of something and I forgot it already. Dang. But anyway, yeah. So it's on Electric Company now. I have the best of the Electric Company DVD the set, I and I couldn't. Nice. I didn't watch them all, but I, so far it's not on there. Slacker. Now I have no more. I have no what more. What did you say, Stan? Slacker. You didn't watch no, you them. You said all. the whole word. I have no more typing. Oh, I did. <laughs> so that was going to be my Halloween pick, Phantom of the Op. No, it's not. How Phantom about the, of the E Paradise? movie? We the do e own that movie. The E movie. The E movie. What's that mean? I can't say it because it's. I hate it. You can't e say Exorcist because she's too scared of yeah, it. Really? You're scared of it? The oh yeah. Pea soup Terrified. Hmm. I hate. I just hate. Hate it. I hate Reagan. But you don't need to hate it anymore. I, just, I don't, you don't, don't like Ronald Reagan either. Silliness. <laughs> I know, but the movie horrifies me, and it it, just, it frightens me. And I'll never forget when I watched it by myself. I was about thirteen, fourteen, and I had a, a basset hound that was about nine months <laughs> old. Yeah. And his name is Walter, and he was sleeping in a little. He was all curled up, and I'm I'm watching this real low. My parents are upstairs, and I'm kind of being sneaky watching the E movie, and I I get totally freaked out, 
middle of the movie. I turn it off and I go over to give Walter a kiss goodnight. I'm like, night, Walter. And I go down and because of his animal instincts, he goes, Rawr! and his eyes roll back and his eyes roll back into his oh, head no. because of, you know, that's if you disturb a puppy, chances are they might do that because, I mean, my basset hound, he really had animal instincts, I'll tell Aww. you what. Yeah, so... It was so it turned into a monster. It was scary. Aww. But no, the, it, that movie was always so disturbing to me. I can't, I, I can't handle the part with the crucifix. I can't handle mm. the, the the transformation. It just disturbs okay. me. Okay, one movie. Now, Sorry. I didn't even suggest I, a damn movie. <laughs> yeah. I was going to suggest Poltergeist 3. <gasps> Poltergeist 3 for the movie that no one ever liked or saw. Now, if you want to see Phantom of the Paradise, it's I Paul Williams it. in that one. Paul Williams, that 70s hit oh, yeah. singer yeah and uh that was a movie from i think 74 was phantom of paradise uh but what i want to recommend is 1935's mad love with peter lorry he plays the dr gogol character but uh it might be kind of hard to find mad love and then uh, of course i if you want to see a lugosi and karloff flick but or you don't want to go the dracula route i recommend that you see the raven uh, a very good 1935 movie starring both uh, pl- Lugosi and Carl. Do they say Nevermore in it? <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is Nevermore. I'm playing okay. Bauhaus's Bella Lugosi's Dead. I'm, I'm tapping it out. Yeah, that was great. Thanks. Thanks. <clears throat> and then Chiz and I, what did we watch over the weekend, Chiz? Okay. We saw 1931's Frankenstein. We saw Frankenstein and... She never saw it before. I never saw the it. original. And yeah. you know, the only part that I ever really knew from it was the, It's alive! <laughs> you know, because you right. saw that Weird clip science. everywhere. Right. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed that movie, and the part where Frankenstein's monster was being lifted up to get, uh, you know, get the electroshock. It was intense. That it was very intense. Mm. I was thoroughly moved. You didn't go. This CG sucks. (laughs) (laughs) No, Joe. That's when uh, I mean the 1930s Universal horrors are. They have. I mean, they, they they sort of when you think about. Gothic. I mean, that's what it really was. It was really just 1930s horror. And the fact that that uh, that you bring up Bela Lugosi's dead. I mean, Bauhaus did one song about Bela Lugosi, right, yeah. one they're song, goth. and they're, ca- they're cast as Gothic. But in fact, uh, Bauhaus was more of an artistic band, more of a surrealist band. Right. They did a whole albums based on surrealism, Antonin Artaud and all these other songs. And they were heavily influenced by, of course, Bauhaus pure art period mm-hmm. and and uh, and surrealism as well. You know, um, speaking of horror movies, it does bring up something that we're missing one key person in this conversation, and that's Rational Eyes because he's a horror movie expert. And Actually, he's here. He, Hold on, I'll get yeah, him. Yeah, go get him. <clears throat> hey, I'm Gobo, eh? <laughs> hey. That was Oops. a good one. Go he sounded so Canadian. But also I recommend... He's going to kill you for course, that. I, know, I'm sorry. Don't, I mean, The Bride of Frankenstein is my favorite Frankenstein, but you can't see that one until after you see the original one. You know, you have to see the first one and then order. see Bride. Now, Bride, a lot, uh, Boris didn't like Bride. He said, well, Junk. you're going to make, you're gonna make the monster talk? You might as well put a top hat and cane on me, which <laughs> they would later do <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in right. Young Frankenstein, right? Yeah. But uh, but uh, I really enjoy Bride. That's that's probably my favorite. And are we going to be watching that one then? Yes, we're doing, we are. We're doing that next. Wiggly and I are doing one horror movie a week until Halloween. Cool. Nice. And 1939's, of course, Son of Frankenstein. That was when we first see the Igor character. Now, although people would later come to associate Dwight Fry, mm-hmm. who played uh, Fritz in the original Frankenstein, they associate that with Igor. But actually... Um, uh, 
and it, actually, when they say Igor, they they normally do like a, a Peter Lorre, yeah, yeah, the character. <clears throat> but they give him the hunchback, like like uh, Dwight Fry had. Sure. Uh, but it, actually, Igor was played by Bela Lugosi in uh, Thirty Nine, Son of Frankenstein. Fritz. Fritz. Hey, Fritz. Who? Hello. That's <laughs> yeah, my favorite. One of my favorite parts. Yeah. <clears throat> Here it comes. Here comes the knife. Here I come! All said off screen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wonderful bit of dialogue in wow. the original Frankenstein. And then, of course, in, and then Ghost of Frankenstein came out in 42. Chaney Jr. played the monster and Bela reenacted his, um, his Igor uh, bit. Chaney Jr. as a monster, uh, starting, starting to go downhill. And, and, um, in this, Frankenstein gets blinded. So now he's blind and stumbling around. Mm. And then in, uh, 43, Bela actually plays the monster in the Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. And that was the last of the, f that was the final well, official universal monsters right. Frankenstein run. And in there, they don't explain that Frankenstein is supposed to be blind. And Bela looks awful in the, in the makeup, uh. in the flathead to begin with. But he's stumbling around even more goofily than, so you don't know he's blind. And he's all like stumbling around like a goof. And then plus his thick Hungarian accent, they didn't, the producers didn't like it. So they cut all his dialogue out of the movie. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. Are we going to be watching that one or no? Uh, I don't, I don't think we'll yeah, make it that far, but I definitely want to see, uh, uh, Sun because that was, uh, like I said, Bela and Boris in the same movie and, and, and in that one, Bela shines as a fantastic actor as as Igor. Awesome. Well, not, hey, Wiggly. Well, I'm sorry, Joe. No, go ahead. Uh, well, we can definitely tell you one movie not to watch, and that's the um, Rankin Bass <laughs> uh, Monster Party. Oh. You can watch it in, in it based little on the N NES game. God. Monster Party? No. It's painstakingly know, slow. It's not it's, based on it. It's like a two, it's like a five hour movie. It's Boris Karloff and Phyllis wow. Diller. Yeah. It's, oh. The best part is the and song. It's, it's, it's the mummy. It's, uh, yeah, it's like it's the, the it, it definitely inspired a lot of people. The Misfits uh, copied sure. the whole, right. it's a mummy thing. Uh, they copied that whole look and they made it one of their album covers. And the Tim actual Burton. figures that were used. And Tim, Tim Burton well, yeah. was, is, of course, inspired you by know, it's, Rankin it's your typical Rankin Bass stuff, but this one had no script. They must have just been doing <sighs> the doobies hard. as they were going through filming this thing you. and thinking, oh, yeah, this is really going to work. And right. it's, it's really drawn out and nothing happens. What did I do? I fell asleep the first time. Yeah. <sighs> trying it's to good watch in, it. It's good in bits. Yeah. And, uh, and probably if you do a lot of narcotics. You know, it should be a mini series. Then it would be good <clears throat> for all the That'd kids. Good. <clears throat> but I have you beat on the watch one horror movie a week thing. Well, my wife and I are doing the one horror movie a night. You thing are since wow. October first, and we we go till the thirty first. And last night, uh, we we uh, <clears throat> we watched uh, uh, Jiggly. Actually, that's a what? horror movie. Can you actually watch that? I guess it is frightening. But is yeah. it a, is it the really ben a horror with movie? Yeah. Yeah. It is pretty scary. No, that was the joke. Oh, we're so gullible. That's good. Yeah, I like. Um, <clears throat> I did that too straight. I was the straight man. You're Jiggly. Next time I gotta say uh, something different. Yeah, Joe. No, are you guys really doing a horror movie? No, now? no, no, not no. at all. We watched Mission to Mars. See, she won't watch anything scary. Oh, this is the problem. Like, not even like I could say no. It's really not scary. Yeah. She refuses. Like, I, I have been trying to for the last like five years. I've been trying to get her to watch Blair Witch Project because I've only ever seen it once. And I was like, oh, yeah. I want to watch it again, but I don't want to watch it by myself. I know it's stupid. You, you don't want to be scared. But and and it's kind of blown once you've watched it already. So yeah. it's kind of pointless to watch again. But I wanted her to watch it. No, no, my God, she won't watch anything scary with me. And. uh 
<clears throat> for some reason, I wanted to watch the year 2000, uh, Tim Robbins and uh, who's that, Don Cheadle and Gary Sinise film, Mission to Mars. I really had an uh, urge to see that, but I couldn't find it anywhere for rent. They don't have it for sale at any of the stores at Circuit City. Uh, don't feel bad. I can't find uh, Disney's legend, legend of Sleepy Hollow. Oh, uh, well, what, I can tell you. Grain story. Yeah, I know where to get that, but I'll tell you what. <gasps> you do? Yeah. Wiggy. Yeah, all right. A boring 15 minutes. Oh. I love that. It was all right. Yeah. But anyway, uh, anyway, so, yeah, so I, I couldn't find this mission more, so I look on the, the online auction site, you know, that eBay there, that all the rage with the kids there, eBay.com. And I got it for two bucks. So I got it. And we, I want to watch it every night. And, and she's like, oh, is it scary? And I said, I don't think. No, I didn't remember it, though, all the way through. I remembered moments. Like, I remember Tim Robbins pulling off his helmet and things dying. like that. Yeah, dying. And mm. I, moments I remembered and I really liked it. Although it's full of cheese. And like I said. too goddamn he, sad when he did that. Yeah, it was really depressing. But anyway, I couldn't convince her to watch it. Well, what happened was I started watching it by myself. She happened to walk down right when it started. So I was like, you want to watch it? And she's uh-huh. like, okay. So she finally did. And then, of course, what happens right away, there's a windstorm and a guy is getting torn apart. And, stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I swear. Wait. Uh-huh. And then I had to think about it. I was like, oh yeah. wait, is there monsters coming up? <laughs> oh. But there's no monsters or anything like that. But uh, anyway, what does that have to do with Halloween movies? I don't know. Because we thought it was going to be a scary movie. Even my though I had bro- already seen it. My brother-in-law my is the great. same way. Like, he can't watch scary movies. If a scary commercial comes on TV, he can't even watch it. Yeah. My sister is like, it's bummed. She's like, she wants to watch oh, a scary, scary movie. Stuff. Anyway. Stan, how about you? You have any uh, suggestionaries yeah. for halloween A? Yeah, I like, I like Shaun of the Dead. But it's not really... Oh, that really, was good. That wasn't... It's like a spoof it's a co- it's comedy. A, what do you call kinda, it? Com- you call it... Like a... Satire. Dramedy. A dramedy. Oh, yeah. A drawer, a, dramedy. a car. <laughs> That's good. It's pretty comedy funny, horror. I think. Oh, comedy what horror. about what about Donnie? Yeah. What about Donnie Darko? Comedy How about that movie? Horror. Yeah. Comedy. Anybody horror. like that movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are we at here with the time? Feels like this show's been going. Everybody knows. Sold my we're, we're question. An hour and a half. What is the question? I said, I do you like it? Donnie Darko? Oh yeah. I, I yeah. have it, and I started watching yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, is it is it Is it horror? No. Um. Well, the rabbit, I guess, is. But I started watching, and I fell asleep. It's a little. It's weird. It's not really horror. It's just. Yeah. Problem just, was, I started watching it at four thirty in the morning. I, that's Ooh. when I watched it for the first time. Actually, four o'clock in the morning, and uh, when I couldn't sleep after watching some Sigmund the Sea Monster. This was like three yeah. or four months ago. <laughs> yeah. And um, I don't know. I don't know if I liked it. It was okay. Mm. I wanted to actually get into a couple what of topics you, here, and what I don't. Do you got there, Wade? I don't have. I, we don't have the okay. time. We're running oh, out of time. Too bad. Gotta save it but I did want to say this from Mother Earth News. Uh, petitions were filed. This is like a free magazine, I guess. I guess you could subscribe to it. Mother Earth I want No, Weekly, they sell that at Barnes & Noble. Well, I got it for free. It's like $15 an issue. How'd you do that? I don't know. It's not worth it. I'm just telling you, it's Mother at Barnes & Noble. Oh, good. Petitions were filed with the U.S. Uh, this is talking about stevia. Petitions yeah. were filed with the U.S. Food and Drug Administration in 1990s to recognize stevia as a food additive. If you know that, if you buy this in a store... It's it's called a food supplement. Right. You have to call it a supplement because right. an additive, you need FDA approval in the United States. But American companies weren't willing to pay huh. for the testing required to prove its safety since the herb's use as a sweetener couldn't be patented, <laughs> meaning they couldn't recoup the research money. Right. Mm-hmm. While the FDA does has not yet approved stevia as a food additive, it's offered as a supplement in health food stores. Now, this is what we use to sweeten our stuff. Like uh, everything. Yeah. And it's, uh, it I tastes good. Stevia. It's much sweeter than 
And the uh, zero glycemic index, too, for the diabetics out right. there. But, uh, you know, like any other herb, uh, you know, take take one of it and and see yeah. how you react. Test it out. Rub Make it on sure your you skin. Do a small patch test yeah. behind your uh, elbow. But it's a little article on the consumption of corn sweeteners and oh, sugars and too much sugar and the perils of that in the Mother Earth News. I just wanted to bring it up because it really points out that, see here, they can't patent it, so no companies want to invest. And this is all about big corporations really not having your best interests at heart. So now they could... Well, it's all now, about the bottom line. But there's two. There's companies that that release Stevia as their... Additive as, okay. as so you know, I buy stevia wanna... from New Sweet, I buy right. it from Sweet, Sweet Leaf. Leaf. <clears throat> you know, so companies can make money, Sweet off of this, but they can't patent it. See, so it's no good. Uh, see, if they can't patent it, even if because it's then good they'll for you, spend all the money on the the, 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 the test, and, and then somebody else can get. sell it, right. right? Is that what we're talking about here? Well, next thing you know, yeah, but crafts. Craft, craft food. Right. Stevia. See, that's Stevia. what I mean. These companies, they just put billions in a research right. of food tastes. Right. And that's what they can patent. Right. The extra additives and crap and plastic the that they add. Junk. Do they the, add plastic? The, the styrofoam that they add to your yeah. food and you the fiberglass. That, that Velveeta, though, is pretty good. What do they say? The wood Velveeta? shavings? Velveeta? Oh, my God. <laughs> Ooh. It's like chemical I don't galore. I like the Velveeta. <laughs> And uh, I also oh, want to recommend uh, some, uh, just uh, some other podcasts. I've been very, very pleased with how the free inquiry, it's been kind of weird, how the free inquiry uh, uh, podcast, which is called um, Point of Inquiry. It's called FIP. Has been lining up <laughs> with a lot of our milkshake shows and a lot of our Wiggly World shows. Wow, that's really great. Uh, they've, they've had on a lot of, of course, much better experts and more articulate people than than you or I on the show. But well, I'm speaking for myself, actually. Just from no, for it's cool. And I no, you can just speak for us. You know, it's fine. But they're uh, much more articulate than I am. But uh, you know, and, and much more schooled on this uh, stuff. But it's neat. Sometimes they come out with something first, and then we touch on it uh, unbeknownst. Hmm. I didn't give oh, it a listen yet. Yeah. And then same way back and forth. Weird. But yeah. there's a really good... Uh, I want to recommend Free Inquiry Magazine to everybody. It's... Uh, it's not very expensive, and it looks it's like a small... Free, uh, it's not free, as the free, name sounds like it implies. It looks like a small uh, <laughs> book, but actually it's packed with just... The articles are very uh, long. The only, th the only criticism I have of it is that they show the... The author's uh, face, the pictures oh, of the author. like that. <clears throat> and I don't want to see. Unfortunately, who's writing. most of them are you know older. They're white all men. authors, right? They're older white men, and, and it's sad. Nah. Uh, but uh, one lady that I that is not a man, uh, and no, she, really, right? But uh, she she's definitely got a lot of gumption. Is should we respect religion? And a couple little good uh, hmm. good uh, should we? This is just a, the what do they call this? Inset big area. That's what they call it, the Decide. inset big area. The inset. She says, should we then respect religious faith? Certainly not. But should we respect religious people? Yes, as long as they are not antisocial and do not aim to impose their religious views on others. And that's what I recommend you you, you subscribe to the free that's good. Um, Point of Inquiry podcast. A fantastic guest on uh, today. On on this, uh, I think it was, they normally come out every Friday. But right, I'm it's not me. Sure when I'm the out. guest. A fantastic. I mean, if you listen to it, it talks about a lot of the stuff that we've hit on in the past shows and on and on uh, Wiggly's World, except, uh, like I said, more intelligently. Wiggly. Yes. If you were approached and someone wanted to syndicate your show, a Wiggly World, what would you just, what would you say? 
Sign me up. Yep. I agree. Good. Recent studies. I wish uh, it would happen. There's a there's a thing. Uh, is there is there a God by David Copsell? Go ask Alice. Is there a God? And this this is really weird. How I read in uh, Paranoia magazine, and now in here, uh, is there a God? Go ask Alice. Because this is talking about mystical experiences sure. from taking magic mushrooms. Oh, weird. From oh, and, Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, mm. psilocybes. Well, go ask Alice is, is also like, probably a nod to the song. It's I did eat uh, I did eat audio. mushrooms once. <laughs> right, I ate and mushrooms. Throw fireballs uh, when Fighting I was Goombas. maybe <laughs> twenty twenty one, and they tasted horrible. Yeah. I was at a Grateful well, you Dead don't show. Eat them for the taste. Well, no crap, <laughs> no crap. Deep. I'm just saying that did you, they uh, were terrible. Take a well, deep. Did you throw? Fireballs, and, and I didn't really, I didn't really on hallucinate much <laughs> from them Mario because I didn't, I didn't need, mm. I didn't need you nothing, didn't need and I think I was just, I was high, so I mean, no, dig deep, I don't know, <laughs> dig deep, okay. We this get is many, no, many, no, many, many years ago. I'm very anti-drugs right now. Just Mario so what I'm saying, Wiggly, is you think it sounds like I'm saying it's Mario Kart. You know when you shoot the weapons in yeah. the Mario Kart on the DS version. I always thought he was saying Mario. It sounds like Mario saying. Take it easy. He's not. He's What's not. he saying? Well, think take about it, it deep. Because take he's deep. throwing stuff at you. He's like saying "f you" and giving you a banana peel or oh. a bomb. And if you listen close, take it deep. I didn't think he does not say take like deep dish. Take it deep. Take it deep, like in your butthole. He's not saying take it easy. You know, I thought Joe was like crazy, and then I listened to it. I'm like, oh my god, he really is. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway. Anyway, I'm gonna get sued by Nintendo now. Uh, you did. You said it's seventy percent different, so that's okay. I did. Yeah. I'm not Charles Martinet. That's. I wanted to get into right Amita there. Sharma and a lot of other crazy. Well, do that on a Wiggly even. World. Yeah. Well, no. I wanted. I want to do it on this show. I want this show. I want to meet a, Mr. Harvey Whipple or whatever his name in it, is. You know, well, Willie. We you had, know, we can always scratch uh, this whole show and start fresh and just add in the interview. Oh, yeah. Nobody will ever know. <laughs> Let's just do that real quick. No, we don't, we real quick. We don't do that. Right quick. We you know what the music means? We live. This is live. I don't have the music yet. Just, what? I, I got the I music was doing in Dr. me. Cats. I was still listening to Natalie Walker here. Hey, did you know? Uh, now this was, uh, of course, told to me by uh, an old friend. No, an old friend. Oh my God, friend of mine, Joe, your Tom. caffeine intake has gone like through the freaking roof. No, it's yeah. not really caffeinated, but it's sugar. Sugar. It's the sugar. It's yeah. making it crazy. Sugar. Uh, but I wanted to tell you what the lyrics to the Mario song are. Yeah. This will Can make I you understand why they have... No. This will Mario, make you understand like, why Mario you have the, everything Taking else. Taking it deep, Joe. Yeah, exactly. So when you're playing the original Mario Brothers, not not the one where they're plump, where they're hitting... Are you talking... Like the, the Super the Mario Brothers, I'm talking about. I'm not the, talking about that. I'm no. talking about Super Mario Brothers. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it goes... I thought I knew what the words were. No, you don't. No, you don't, Joe. When you go into subterranean levels, the yeah. actual song, the actual <laughs> lyrics for this song are... Doobie, doobie, doobie. Oh, yeah, you're right. Doobie, 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 doobie smoke a doobie. Doobie, doobie, doobie. Doobie, doobie, smoke a doobie. That was told to me by my uh, old pal, Andy Tom. That's pretty funny. New. Well, it's Miyamoto creating New Miyamoto. Games. He's like growing things in his garden and making Pikmin. And garden like, of make-believe. You know what he's doing in there. Yeah, right? He's all about the D-R-U-G-S. But he is a genius, so... Uh, so the end. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, you know what the music means. Next show is going to be way more intelligent. 
way cooler. I hope we can still fit this show, show. on a half hour Oops. on a, on a <laughs> CD, an audible CD. I mean, I make no promises. Yeah, we'll be able so. to fit it. Mm-hmm. It's um, I don't have echoes so long, my friend. Yeah, we hate to have to call Igor. <laughs> Is that Bob Dylan? Time to <laughs> sing so long. There's Bob Dylan. Hey. Hey. I'm wearing my, my rock group pop pops. I've turned everybody off because I would like to have the end one time where we can hear the last three notes. Bye, everybody.